Tackle Podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. Can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care. I've been smoking. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man you know needs what? a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, with We, we put out a lot of content, I feel like. We've been busy. It's not like just the last week. A couple weeks. We've yeah. been busy, and uh, we've been having a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we got we, the first thing I wanted to say, the collab with the Lost Signals, the Fallout 76 roundtable we did. That was a lot of fun. That was. Um, man, those guys are awesome. Check out their show, The Lost Signals. We did an interview with David Howard Thornton from uh, the movie terrifier he played art the clown and maybe uh starting some of your nightmares this october i was terrified and he, <laughs> not by him he's a really cool guy yeah really he's a chill great guy a lot of fun and uh we were glad to have him on it was a really great conversation and one of the best yet so definitely check that out if you haven't definitely and we also did a little guest spot on the podworm space cast you might be hearing a little something from them a little bit later in our show here but uh they're great guys too we, we had fun on on their show so make sure to check that out as well yeah great dudes we also uh during our pre-show if you've missed the uh, fun antics we've been doing on facebook we've been doing things like giving out beta codes for the new fallout 76 game so if you're not watching, oof, oof, you're missing out. You're sleeping. You're sleeping on it. You could have got those codes. You could have been playing the beta, seeing if you want to buy the game, if you like it, what's going on. Uh, and we'll be getting into all that fun stuff a little bit later in the show. Hell yeah. Stick around. It's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome to American Soccer Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse, and we're here to guide you through everything American and everything slacker. Take our oh, hand, yeah. please. Especially the slack. On this journey. slack. Now, uh, we always like to give a little love up top to our people who retweet uh, our, our like latest episode that we post up on Twitter, and we got a decent amount of tweets this time, Matt. Uh, Matt always does a little pick in terms of uh, who, who gets the shout-out, and we had 55 retweets overall. Okay. That's a lot. We got a decent amount. Okay. Uh, okay, it's episode 121. So I'm going to say 21. Number 21 is is at Chris Rowley. I hope I'm saying that right. And it's uh, he's the host of the Rowley Show podcast. All the opinions are his, especially the ones that make you mad. And he, uh, along with hashtag question everything in his Twitter bio. And he's okay. at, out of Virginia Beach, Virginia. Beautiful place. Been there before. Hmm. Okay. Make sure to uh, go and follow him at Chris Rowley on Twitter. That's K R I S R O L E Y. And he also has a website, chrisrowley.com. So you can check that out and check out his podcast. Congratulations, Mr. Rowley, yeah. on winning oh, yeah, the uh, shout out. And if you want to get a shout out yourself, make sure to retweet our pin tweet on Twitter at A M E R S L K R podcast on Twitter. Oh, yeah. So what do we got coming up in today's show, Matt? 
Well, as always, we're gonna start out with the bizarre news, and uh, we're actually gonna we're gonna talk about a story that takes place in your college town, Jesse. Ooh, yeah. And uh, then we're gonna move along. We've been busy with the games. We're not gonna lie. We're slackers. I mean, will we slack on slacking? No. Come on now. And we'll be talking about what we've been doing and all the news in Xbox. And then we're gonna finish it up. We got some tunes we want to talk to you guys. We got a uh, couple of acts that are really, really good, and uh, we're hoping you'll dig them too. So stick around. It's gonna be a loaded show. A lot of fun. Hell yeah! And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news, and it's a uh, big time for cannabis. You know, in terms of uh, the voting that's going on. First off, on November sixth, there's a lot of states that are possibly gonna legalize or uh, go medicinal. But there's even bigger things happening uh, with the first FDA-approved cannabis-based drug now available in the U.S. Okay, that's great to hear. Yeah, and this uh, this is one if people have heard before um, that certain uh, cannabis extracts help with epileptic seizures, especially in uh, children. That's been like in the news a lot in the past few years, and now yeah. there's finally a medication that will help for that. It's called epidiolex i believe okay and it will be the first uh cannabis based medication approved by the food and drug administration to be sold and prescribed in all 50 states wow man that's a that's a great breakthrough yeah and it's it's gonna help a lot of people it's scheduled on the uh drug list as schedule five substance even though marijuana and cbd remain schedule one substances so yeah. Whatever, whatever that means. We won't get into that craziness again. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully this is a good step towards showing people that uh, there's there's more research to be done uh, with mm. this plant. Maybe it could help even more people along with the uh, people that are going to be prescribed this for their seizures. And and yeah. you know, it, it especially I guess in cases of Dravet syndrome, it's a rare genetic dysfunction of the brain that begins in the first years of life. So, it, these are kids we're talking about, you know, getting yeah. getting help from this drug. So it's a fantastic yeah. step, and it's going to lead to other applications for you know CBD and and THC as well. You know, it opens the doorway for more research. Definitely, you know, it's, it's it's only beneficial. It's just it's great news. Big step. So uh, if you want to read a little bit more about this, uh, we'll be posting the CNN.com. Uh, article up on our Facebook page so you can read a little bit more into Epidiolex if you are interested. Okay, check it out, man. Well, speaking of kids, hey, I'm going to ask you this. You ever uh, you heard of Toddler Fight Club? Toddler Fight Club? You're not supposed yeah. to talk about that, I thought. Well, you're not, but somebody snitched and violated the first rule of Toddler Fight Club. Oh, man. We're going to St. Louis where... Uh, a mother is pretty upset, as you can imagine. Let's be real. And uh, she's now suing a daycare after footage emerged two years ago when one... She has two kids, to give you the backstory. Okay. When one of her sons had taken his iPad and filmed this madness that we'll call Toddler Fight Club. And uh, just to give you an idea, it's, it's not just like, oh, kids, boys will be boys. You know, no, 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 no. What we got is a fucking straight up octagon of toddlers cheering oh man they're like in a circle it's they're like, like straight pit. up in a circle so it's a or circle it's pin. not an octagon really literally and then there's two teachers adults jumping up and down with joy and the video even shows like uh one of the teachers like loading one of the kids up with hulk hands 
Like, putting on the okay, gloves Okay, so this him. wasn't bare knuckle, though. No, no, not bare knuckle. But I will say that the one kid's ground and pound, his form was fucking grade A. That kid's got a future in fighting. And in that one <laughs> video, one kid tries to, like, run in and pull him off and help, but it looks like he was told not to. The only one that tried to help was another toddler that was like, this is wrong. And then that kid was like, get off me. It was like a classic, like... You know, one of those horrible movies that's like, you know, somebody's getting beat up and like the person tries to help them, they're like, oh god, threw your shoulder at me. Like it was like right? that, you know? Oh my god. Yeah. And these are young kids. It's not, this yeah. isn't like uh, teenagers or something like This is like, they're being <laughs> no, pressured dude. into fighting. I wonder if there's money yeah. on it. Yeah, right. Oh my god. I can only imagine. you imagine? There's no mention to that, man, but I, I wouldn't put it past a human being that's like, putting these kids into the fucking Thunderdome. What other purpose? That they're yeah. trying to make, you know, a couple bucks off it. Are they throwing the shittiest kid in there? The one that, like, gives them the most problems? They're like, you know what? Get in, <laughs> get in the pit. Are, are you saying are the fights rigged in Toddler Fight Club? Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, most likely. They, they, got a, they got, like, their main contender, and then anyone who gives them shit gets thrown in the pit. This I is feel terrible. like they, they picked out the one kid that they really didn't like in class. It's always whining. Or like you know, he's always like nose is always snotty, and he's wiping it all over the desk or something. It's ah, oh, it's gross. That's terrible. That's pick, like quite. That's like an Orwellian future for toddlers, where like if you spill your drink, you're like, <gasps> like to the pit with you. Like, oh my god, dude. You yeah, gotta go to the fighting rings. Yeah. So man. they shut this place oh. down at least. Yeah. Well, the place isn't shut down. The, the, both the teachers that are in the video, you know, taking part in the sport, were fired. And now the uh, mother is suing for more than $25,000 in damages, you know. Uh, her one son is gone to a, going, the, the kids are going to a new um, daycare. And the one son is like traumatized saying, like, are they going to make me fight? <laughs> they, they gotta. Whether she's making that up or not, I mean, it's still pretty sad. It's like, damn. Be like, yes, Johnny, <laughs> and this time you better win or the sponsorships are out the fucking window. <laughs> We're talking about a four-year-old, by the way. You got to get trained in them early, I guess, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, right? He's gonna be he, a tough little he guy. He doesn't have the he, fighting spirit. Poor, poor little guy. Eh, keep him another couple years out on the fighting circuit. It'll toughen him up. If you're afraid to get hit when you're a kid, like, that's, like, that's natural. Like, you do yeah. not want to take a fucking beating in the octagon at, at age three. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's, like, even as an adult now, like, it's like, yeah, I'll get in a fight if I have to, but no, I don't want my nose broken. Like, <laughs> fuck that. And like, so I, I sympathize with little Johnny here. I don't know, man. I think like Russians come out and they're like ready for it, you know? But there's certain certain people. Just certain breaking types of people. rattles in half. Like, Fucking vodka bottle in hand, just ready to fuck somebody. It's like a vodka <laughs> bottle with a nipple. Like, oh, God. Like, don't fuck with him. The Irish, too. The Irish, too. I feel like they're, they come out enduring. There you go. Let's <laughs> stop stereotyping and move on. All right, leave little Ivan alone. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor Ivan. So we're keeping in, in with the fights. We're taking a trip up to my alma mater in Plattsburgh, New York, where a uh, 22-year-old <sighs> woman choked out a nightclub bouncer who th she thought grabbed her butt, but alleged video says otherwise. <laughs> now, any other time I would expect that to be reversed. It would be a bouncer choking out some drunk-ass lady or something like Wow! No, she now, got she got that rear naked choke on lock. Cause man, <laughs> she uh, I really want to. I want to know the background in martial arts she's got. Yeah, I'd be interested. No, it's uh, <laughs> the twenty two year old woman was arrested and charged with second degree strangulation 
Uh, <laughs> I wonder how, like, what the different degrees of strangulation are. Just like hands versus like elbow versus like leg lock around the fucking. That's third degree. Yeah, what right are they there. taking them into account? Like, is it like bruising or is it like how far they got? Like, I was gonna say, uh, if they make them pass out versus not pass out, <laughs> maybe that's first versus second. You didn't pass out. You're not dead. Right. <laughs> so the uh, the woman was uh, charged for allegedly choking a nightclub bouncer to unconsciousness after she mistakenly thought that he had groped her. Uh, surveillance video obtained by the uh, New York Post alleges that the 125-pound uh, woman choking the bouncer from behind uh, <laughs> was mistaken because it happened to be one of her friends who had slapped her butt, uh, says Plattsburgh Police Chief uh, Levi Ritter. Uh, so this was a case of mistaken uh, butt slapping, I guess. Oh man! If your friend and can't take a joke, don't fuck with them. First off, yeah. Uh, well, you got to right touch with a girl's butt. If you know the little 125 pound blonde could choke out a fucking bison, then like don't fuck with her. Like in the first place, <laughs> maybe every man should just go around thinking that, any, uh, you know, any lady is capable of that. You know? Well, yeah, but that's like, a safe bet, right? Well, they didn't even say if the friend was. Um, was male or female so this could have been a female friend of hers that was like true. just egging her on or like true because I, I i think with with women it's a lot like with men on the football field where it's like a good game sort of mentality if you're slapping the ass like good game like you look cute bam get out on that field you know oh, shit. so it might have been just like fucking with her playing around but she like you know it is a bar you might be slightly under the influence and you're like who slapped my ass like blood <laughs> blood red mad fucking staring daggers just go into oh the God. zone and do, and Jesus. him he's like anyone within arms reach <laughs> Jesus Christ calm down Miss Jenner he's Jesus. like he's like by the door checking ID he's like what the fuck <laughs> so yeah it was uh, unfortunately she was arrested and for her actions I, I don't know I feel I feel for her because this is fucked up I've been fucked with by my friends before but it's never led to me sh like choking someone out like maybe calm <sighs> down first like assess yeah. the situation a little bit better ask your friends <sighs> was that you was that you and then when you get some affirmed nose <laughs> then you start choking people out oh that's not it's not your natural reaction when somebody just grabs your butt to just reach for the nearest neck and strangle no, no. I, I can't oh, say. I can't say that, that that would be my go-to <laughs> move. Oh man, she must be horrible in that. It's like, don't touch my butt. Bad oh, maybe that's happen. it. Maybe it's just uh, in general, butt. like that—that's her thing. I know if someone slaps me on the back, a little personal fact about oh. me. That's like, dude, same, whew, same. There's a lot of I just got angry with you there. saying that. I got so mad. Yeah. When you said that, there's like a rush of adrenaline. Like it's just add sunburn and see if you don't end up six feet deep in the desert. Seriously, right? I will. I will body slam you into a pool. Like, oh my god. That's. <laughs> I'm assuming there's a pool if I'm sunburned. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. What kind of asshole has sunburn in the winter? <laughs> Where did you go to? Fucking god. Get out of here. You went to Mexico for this. God. You Take where? it like a man. Stay in the winter. There you go. Where, where's your ultimate winter vacation? Winter? Hmm. Thailand, man. Thailand. I would just go to Thailand. Get the fuck out of there. Not Antarctica? Hmm. Why would I go to Antarctica in the winter, man? I don't know. I see what you're doing there. See, <laughs> it would have been a smooth segue if I was like, oh, Antarctica. Because we're talking about Antarctica in the next story. <laughs> but 
I was thinking about it. I was like, I was cold thinking about that. The no, listeners can hear my, my alley-oop just hit the ground. <laughs> I'm not here to just please you, Landers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, moving on to Antarctica. We're talking about two Russian scientists. Well, a Russian scientist and a Russian engineer that didn't get along. Now, we had an issue where uh, somebody spoiled the ending of some books that somebody was reading. Now, uh, you know, that could be aggravating, right? You know, spoilers suck, man. If you're really invested in a series, me and you were talking before, you know, like, especially, you know, like, you know, like you get invested in it, you get time to read, you're like, okay, you know, like you're you're chunking away at like the story. Somebody ruins it for you after you put in time, especially if it's a series, you're like, what the fuck? Like 200 pages in of a 400 page book. Mm. It's like, oh, great. What do you mean Harry Potter dies and comes back? (laughs) (laughs) Like, fuck. So, you know, you can almost relate to what occurs, you know. The uh, the engineer decides to stab the scientist in the chest. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. I got... This is he a, went full aboard. There's, if it, the thing taught me anything, there's tension in Arctic research facilities. Dude, can you imagine? They're probably boxed up in these, like, small corridors. It's like a like, prison. Oh. Yeah, you can't go outside. It's fucking unbearable, even if you wear your fucking one foot thick fucking snowsuit you got <laughs> you can, probably can't get netflix no fuck no netflix up there you no netflix and chill at the fucking pole get out of here <laughs> got a good reception for that shit oh man you bring vhs's and you'd be happy you're watching ghostbusters the russian scientists out there like good thing i downloaded all of these netflix videos what do you mean i need to update i do not have wi-fi out there why why <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I guess I will browse the stock images. <laughs> oh, <they're laughs> I could only imagine what their devil is doing right now. <laughs> oh, man. This is getting sadder by the minute. Now, you know, uh, luckily, the the uh, scientists didn't endure any life-threatening engineers. Or, engineers. <laughs> any life-threatening injuries. There was a life-threatening injuries. engineer there. <laughs> injuries, engineers. You see what I did there? It was close, you know. Close enough. Alcohol might have been involved in this and this scenario that I'm talking about, <laughs> which is uh, multiple reports suggest that. I'm oh, not just okay. bullshitting that to cover my ass. That's not a speculation. We have conf- confirmed alcohol on the scene. What does it mean? Like, some reports suggest. Like, is it, was there, like, one or two reports that were like, nah, this doesn't look like they were wasted. <laughs> it's like, like, wait, like everyone else breathalyzed the dude, the one person didn't. They're like, I can't go off their word. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, sing the national anthem. And he's like, ah, nah. he's it's like, like okay, he's for me. <laughs> he, he passed the sobriety test for some <laughs> of the journalists, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like, man, to go right to that, yeah, it seems like uh, being stuck with the same dude or dudes, you know, there might have been, you know, a few more scientists or whatever on this this fucking expedition or whatever. But, uh, man, you get tired of people out of alcohol and the motherfucker spoiled your favorite shit that you got going on for you right now in this fucking celerity life you're living. Um, what was the uh, what was the nationality of the guy who stabbed the other guy? They're both Russian. They're both Russian? They're oh. both Russian, um, but the man was uh, evac to Chile from okay. Antarctica. Well, actually, that's the closest point to get to yeah. Antarctica. Um, yeah. You gotta go yeah. through the Drake Pass. At first, I wanted to say the one guy was Russian and the one guy was Chilean. Okay. But, uh, no, yeah, they're both Russian. Oh, damn. Oleg Shit's going down at these Russian research stations. Sergei. Yeah, Sergei. we won't give out... We won't rounce their last name, but uh, Sergei and Oleg, I think it's safe o- to say. Oleg was the victim? 
Yeah, Oleg was the poor bastard. Don't don't fucking talk, talk pop culture around Sergey, then, man. <laughs> like anything, he Dude. sets him off. He's like, you're like, oh, remember, like Lost was so cool the way that they uh, reversed the. He's like, don't talk about Lost. Don't talk about loss. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude. Uh, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> Like what book series do you think it was? Do you think it was like a Tom Clancy shit or like was it was it like a Harry Potter like maybe even Twilight? Like what are you thinking? Maybe a Dean Koontz like some sort of spy novel. One of those? Like, I, I love how the Americans always always that's outbest the it. Russians and the Dean Koontz. <laughs> that's probably it. <laughs> I bet you're right. I bet you're right. That's very popular. Fucking Sir <laughs> the problem with Sergey, man, is he never finishes a series. He's always nah, starting man. a new one halfway through the other one. And then he wants yeah, you not to fucking talk word. about it. He's taking the notes, man. He cheats. He gets halfway in, gives up, and he looks at the notes online. And then he gets pissed about you spoiling it. It's like, Sergey, Breaking Bad's been out for 10 years. I don't, <laughs> don't want to fucking hear it, man. Like, Walter yeah. White died forever ago, man. <laughs> He, he fucking, he killed the guy at the end. That's like, that's <laughs> it, man. You gotta accept it. Ah, oh, fucking God, Sergey. Don't tell me what happens to Negan. It's like, God damn it, Sergey. Oh, I have nothing God, to talk right. about with you. <laughs> don't be Sergey. I think that's yeah. the message of this Good This point. episode is going to be, don't be Sergey. Just okay? all around, like, don't get mad about spoilers. Don't stab people. <laughs> yeah. Don't work don't in, in Antarctica. <laughs> plenty to learn from that there's uh there's another man you shouldn't be like and it's uh this man with a pitchfork in canada who is arrested for trying to mug people <laughs> around halloween with with his pitchfork yes he had a, lo yes. a long dark hair and a pitchfork and he was trying to rob oh, multiple man. individuals and i like that <laughs> they said trying because that just makes me imagine that he wasn't successful that he attempted <sighs> and he pulled out this pitchfork and he's like Please, can I have money? Like, the last two people ran away. Please? Please? Oh, stop. Don't walk away. Please? Multiple things. Hey, this dipshit is like thinking, like, okay, I could rob them. I could like rob them with a knife. Or like, I could get. This has four knives, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Right? It's like a bunch and B, of. And be like, who the fuck would be scared of a fucking pitchfork? Right. Like, Fucking god! Well, like, I mean, yeah, it, you might like try to do get some near you, like for sure. It could definitely it could, do some damage. But if I run from you, I mean, you gotta throw that sucker. I'm gonna dodge it, and then I'm gonna pitchfork you. You could, yeah, you could definitely dodge it and knock it out of the way. Yeah, I'm. Just, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel as worried about that as a knife. Which is I probably like. why he was trying to rob multiple individuals. Uh, he was. <laughs> the incident was reported to the Drumheller Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and they showed up and arrested the suspect. They people thought uh -huh. he was trying to be funny because it was ho around Halloween. You, wait, did you say Mounted Police? Yes, because they ride horses. Did they like red dead his ass and like just stow him on the back and bring him in? Yeah, hit him with the lasso, like <laughs> <laughs> drag him by the feet. No, they. Uh, it, it's just that's what the Canadian police are. They're the RCMP, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Um, so <laughs> just they, imagine the pitchfork tied to the side of the horse. So too. they hog tied his ass and threw him <laughs> threw him on the back, and uh, he's evidence. He's still in custody and uh, just waiting for you know the swearing of his charges. So we'll see mm. what what happens to uh, Mr. Pitchfork <laughs> when man. when the when the Mounties are done with me. Oh man! Oh, we're gonna we're gonna show you a good time. We're gonna give you some uh, hot cocoa, some <laughs> poutine. We're gonna get you get you right up on your feet there, eh, bud? <laughs> oh God! 
probably yeah (laughs) they'd be like you're gonna come out a better individual after this you fucking (laughs) hear me right Uh, (laughs) better than what we would do to a fucking (laughs) pitch worker that fucking pitch worker would get shoved up his ass and then he'd get brought to jail (laughs) drop the pitchfork and they just get shot that's pretty much how that goes hell yeah I'd shoot somebody with a pitchfork (laughs) He'd be like, what are you, Poseidon? Fucking throwing dragons? He was armed. He was armed. Motherfucker had a pitchfork, and I swear I saw lightning coming from it. (laughs) God of the fucking sea. Man, I'm just realizing we are a violent show, man. The theme of this episode, at least, is very violent. We're just moving along from brutal stabbing. And this next next story, I got... And we even dropped two violent stories. Man, we're just talking about all the horrible things. Chokings... Pitchfork muggins, <laughs> and now I'm bringing you kind of like a sad, aggressive story. We're talking about like a dog-related shooting. Oh but no! Not how you expect. <laughs> no need to worry, because old Charlie—that's the name of this pup. He's fine. It's my cat's name. I know it is. Isn't that funny? <laughs> out. Hopefully Charlie doesn't pull one of these on you. Glad Charlie's that's doing all, all right. Did he suffer an injury? Now what happened here is we got a uh, we got a New Mexico man who decided he was going to go out and hunt some jackrabbits. And he decided, hey, I'm going to take along my dogs. He's got three dogs. He's got Charlie, Scooter, and Cowboy. So right? Charlie's the uh, the rebel, it sounds like. We're going to focus on Charlie. Now, the gentleman that was uh, going hunting was 74 years old. He was an older fella. And he had a shotgun. And uh, mistakenly, he put the shotgun down on the floorboards and the barrel pointing towards him. Oh, God. And, uh... Apparently, Charlie stepped off the the seat, got his little paw stuck in the trigger guard, and did a little pop-pa and shot the man right in the chest. In the with chest? A shotgun, Holy shit. With a fucking shotgun. And uh, apparently, it went through his ribs, his lung, and busted up his collarbone. He had a fucking broken scalpula with, like, a punctured lung and shit. It was oh my crazy. God. A lot of damage, man. He survived, luckily. And at first, when he called 911 and, and said everything, he tried to take the blame and said he sh- accidentally shot himself. He's like, not going to believe me. Charlie's a good boy. I don't want him to go to prison. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, like, man. I'll take the rap on this, Charlie. I know you didn't mean to. <laughs> it's okay. You fucking betrayed me. He's just sitting there I'm with a stupid me. smile on his face, wagging his tail. He's <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Man, for a second here, I just want to take a second and just say, I think we should focus on Scooter, because I think that Scooter put Charlie up to it. Oh. Just my theory. Scooter's the mastermind behind all this. We don't do a lot of conspiracy talk here on American Slacker, but I'm just saying, any dog with the name Scooter should be looked at a little closer. <laughs> He's the mastermind uh, pulling off the fucking plans on, on this heist. Yeah, that's the little fuck that pisses on your shoes or something. Like, like, I, just don't, I don't trust the Scooter. It's like, we take him out. <laughs> We shoot him in the chest. We get all the dog bone biscuits mm-hmm. we fucking want. <laughs> Charlie's just the bronze. Like, he, he's a 120 okay. pound Rottweiler. Uh, I don't know what the other ones are, but I'm imagining Scooter to just be one of those little, like, Chihuahua. Fucking Chihuahua or maybe a poodle, mini poodle mix. Is one it? of those yeah. annoying yappers. Yeah. You just, like, shut your mouth. And he doesn't shut his mouth. He just barks at you twice as much when you say you shut your mouth because he's a little spiteful fuck. He wants the last God. word. Man. I hate little dogs. Some sort of dog crime syndicate going on. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, luckily the man survived. And Charlie, Charlie's not going to the the pound. 
He's okay. They're letting him loose. They're like, hey, we know it's an accident. Charlie didn't mean to shoot you. Scooter's the dirty fuck, and we can't prove he did anything, so everybody's free to go. Hopefully the old man, you know, gets back to normal health. <laughs> but then Ace Ventura comes in, he's like, I'm charging you with negligent assault. <laughs> Takes him away. Take him away. Put give me two <laughs> fucking pairs of handcuffs. We gotta fucking cuff <sighs> this pup. We're taking Oh my him god, to the and he's got fucking... pup sized cuffs. <laughs> Just like four of them strapped together. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's horrible. We'll put put a muzzle on him. I don't want to fucking hear his mouth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ace Ventura got dark in the uh, fucking Dude, fourth one. Yeah. What happened to Ace? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh so uh you know, California, I've been enjoying it so far, Matt, but I'm always a little worried. Oh, what are you worried about, man? All that kind of natural disaster shit, fires, anything, flooding, mm. drought. Ah, Sasquatches, yes. yes. Yeah, so, yeah, Sasquatches. <laughs> yes. Ah, you noticed. <laughs> so, uh, another reason to give me some concern is that government scientists have just classified 18 U.S. volcanoes as a very high threat. Okay. Well, what that means is not good. <laughs> you are sitting on some hot ground, my friend. Fucking <laughs> explosives, essentially. Um, they're not right under my feet, luckily. Uh, the few that they name in this article are uh, Mount Shasta, uh, Mount Lassen, which though Mount Lassen is probably the closest one to me. But then uh, outside of California, there's a number of them, too. There's Mount St. Helens, Mount Rainier, Mount Kilauea in Hawaii. Um, and I guess they're kind of at the tipping point where it's like, hey, we're going to keep an eye on these because they're not necessarily oh, the stablest of things. And they've classified them into a uh, table to say, like, which is the most dangerous or most likely to go off. You know, like, I know we're, like, not, like, the, the most serious show, but, like, can we just talk about, like, for a second, like, how crazy that is that, like, it's really not, like, talked about, like, how crazy it is that we are sitting on a balling, like, a ball of fire that could burst at any second, like, especially, like, where you are, like, we just live our everyday lives, like, oh, yeah, that's fucking awesome, man, I'm fucking driving around my car, fucking going to work, fucking... You know, do my podcast. The ground's like, very sol solid, like, from our perspective, until it isn't, I guess. I mean, Yeah, and we see, like, the volcanoes that have happened in our time, and it's like, oh, yeah, oh, that's crazy. But they're they're teeny, tiny little volcanoes compared to what could happen if California, like, decides to erupt. Like, yeah. Or any of these national parks, even. Like, it's insane. They could literally be a fucking apocalyptic event for half the United States. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, with the I ash. Mean, you know I'm a little bit of a disaster prepper as well. I know you are. Just because, uh, and I got to kind of set my game up. I'm, I'm, yeah. Listen, people, I don't have a fucking bunker because earthquakes in California make that kind of impossible. But At that point, just die. Like, it's like, uh, you know, like, I can't, unless you're rich. If you're rich, then I can understand you have a bunker. But I will, Like, if you're, like, yeah. broken, you're spending every dime to, like, make a bunker. Yeah, like, it's that's, like, you're, that's a bad use. Dude, that's no way to live life. I'd rather just die and be happy that I had a great experience. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, it says something. I mean, I was a Boy Scout, so preparedness is a good thing. Uh, you'd rather have stuff you don't need than need and not have it. Uh, yes. You know, water, first aid kits, uh, or maybe a radio Hell or yeah. something, just like medications yep. that you need, um, basic things, extra pair of clothes, a towel, like anything that's going to help you, a pocket knife, something, some sort of utility tool. These are, these are the things that in like these disaster type moments might actually help save your life, maybe even save someone else's life if you're like yeah. willing to put yourself out there for it. 
Um, yeah, man, it's crazy. Yeah, like a little preparedness could actually go a long way. Like seriously. Uh, yeah. Especially since this is everywhere from Hawaii to Washington mm. to Alaska to California. It's all like the West Coast stuff. Oregon yeah. has like has some as well. It's all. I was gonna say I don't Coast. think there's anything really near me that could like be a damage to me. I would just be like like the left like okay the the country blew up over there. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, that and, like if it's a super volcano, then you have the whole idea of like an ash cloud and what that does to everything. Even when that one went off in like Iceland or something recent uh, mm. in, in like the past ten years, in, it grounded air. Yeah, right, it was crazy miles of ash and shit in the sky. Yeah, and it well right. grounds air travel too because you can't fly yeah. through it because it's like dust particles, like rock particles. So it's yeah. good to have a plan, uh, not to scare yeah. everyone or bring bring the show down at all. But I just thought it was kind of deep. Volcan- volcanoes are off. pretty fucking cool. Um, Slackers so turned on me. I think they went they went deep. I, I, I like <laughs> volcanoes when they're not uh, giant, explosive, deadly things. You like them as a tourist attraction, not as like a real life event where it's like, oh fuck, that's a volcano. Yeah, seriously. All right, we're moving along now, and we're talking about a flight in China. <sighs> Man, you know I'm not a big fan of flights. I will keep talking about this over and over again because you're I'm getting just, better at it. Oh yeah, I've flown a bunch, but like I still I hate it. I hate the sky. Man is not made for the sky. That's my own belief. Whatever. I still every time it. I get on a plane, I go through the same thing in my head. I go. We're in a thousand pounds of fucking metal cruising yeah. through the fucking air at speeds faster that, than any car. Yeah, possible. speeds you can't fucking go. Like this shouldn't be happening. And my girlfriend looks at me like, "Shut the fuck up! You're scaring the people behind us. Stop <laughs> saying that so loud." And I'm like, "No, yeah. but think of it, man. See, like beyond like the worrying about like what could happen if I'm flying and all that, you got to worry about all the assholes inside of the fucking thing. That's right? almost worse." That's worse. Yeah, man. We've had some incidents that we could talk about and go on and on. But we're going to talk about this one incident over in China. And it's got, I've got to say, I'm just glad I've never had this kind of incident happen on any of my flights. Now, we've got a passenger who is just a bit unruly. They're just not willing to cooperate with any of the flight attendants. And uh, it's not, you know, like they're being loud or anything, which, you know, that's still annoying. But it's like, all right, all right, they're just being loud. Right. This person has the audacity. The audacity to just pull out their goddamn feet Ugh. and put them up on the tray of the fucking seat. Oh, people like, eat off where that people shit. Eat, people eat off that fucking thing. Like, oh, dude, and not and their feet are like pressed in against the person that's like in front of them, dude. Which I would bug the fuck out. Please, so please gross. kick the back of my seat when I'm on an airplane. Please believe me, I will come around and I will be that woman in the, the fucking story from before. I will be strangling you second degree. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. That's fucking gross. I will oh break God. your toes off one by one. Dude, she's got... Th- explain this for me, please, because this makes no sense. This is the real fuckery. Like, I will tell you the whole story and, like, I could spin this and just fuck your mind. One sock on, one sock off. What? Why? Holy- Why? Why? It- that's Why? the only question you can ask. It's I just speak like, so hard on the microphone. I am sorry. Why though? Like maybe she knew one that on, her off. other foot was way worse than the first foot, and she was oh, like, like she doing got a black favor. foot. Like she's <laughs> <laughs> just like, no, I can't. Actually, I can't take this sock off. It's physically attached to that foot. It's like, oh my god, her sock is just infused. Then please with get it off the tray table. <laughs> that sock's been on my foot for ten years. I just stick my foot in the 
bucket of bleach every <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> I was gonna say it's very white. <laughs> yeah, it is very white. That's why I was like, at least the socks clean, but that explains it. Bucket of bleach yeah, every Sunday. That'll do it. But you oh, are part man. sock now, ma'am. <laughs> I, I now, have to say. The yell at her, she won't fucking she's like, nah, hey, me with my feet. Alright, so she like fucking throws her fit and she moves her feet, but to the in between the fucking seats and puts it on like the fucking armrest for the people in front of her. Oh my god. But she wiggles her fucking feet in there, like in a little fucking crevice. Like Oh my god, dude. I just I'm bugging. It's like horrifying. I'm so mad. Like it's horrifying. This lady was just a fucking nightmare. I'm just trying for to everybody think about legally what I can do to make her move her foot. Like within my legal bounds, what kind of <sighs> thing I can do if your foot's in my space. Like, dude, can I snap a toe? I don't think I dude. can snap a toe. Can I yeah. make a foot real wet with something? I think that might be okay. Dude, I would just be unruly. I would fucking think for 30 minutes so hard how I'm going to make this flight the worst flight of her life. I would just pray life. for, like, a peanut butter snack I could fucking smear on that shit. Be like, uh, you got a peanut butter foot now. <laughs> she just, shit. like, turned it and it's like, yeah? She just started licking her fucking toe and, like, was like, ah. It just got even grosser, bro. I'd jump out of the plane. I'd be done with life at that point. Nah, <laughs> see, just... you're... I guess this is where we travel to different sides of the fork, because I just go full blood and just, like, murder. I'd be like, I don't care if you're a I do a fucking news story that we read no, on the show. Not really, but still, I would just be like, are you fucking... <laughs> I would just, like, I'd probably self-explode and blow uh, the whole plane up. Sarah. Or you could go full on, and, like, if she's... So did she have, like... Was she spread eagle, like, one on either side? Like, one in the middle and then one on, she was, on the outside? <sighs> She was kind of doing the hoop where you got like a you like spread both legs out and yeah. just like they meet back up, you know. So I would like grab both, in the seat. hook them in, tie her legs together, and be like, "You're fucking stuck for the rest of the flight. You're gonna think about <laughs> oh this for the rest of your life because this is gonna be the worst <laughs> six hours that you've ever lived because you're locked in now." <laughs> and I'd fucking seatbelt oh that shit, and I'd be like, "We're taking a ride to Crazy Town." And I'm the fucking conductor. Oh <laughs> now, now I'm just gonna say because she's on the end. She's like on the end seat. Yep. Now I'm just gonna say, <laughs> I'm sorry for anybody that ever does this on my flight because I'm going full Ric Flair and putting a figure four leg lock on the bitch in the aisle. Ooh, there she does you that. Go. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you gotta have courtesy for your fellow flyers. It's yeah, bad out come there on, you're not alone. Yeah. You don't need stanky feet up in that shit. Ah, uh, it's fucking horrendous. Uh, <laughs> especially feet, man. Feet just creep me out to begin with. It's just, oh. I start dry heaving a little bit every time I think about a stranger's foot. I don't like my own foot. I don't, definitely don't like your foot. Yeah, right? <laughs> God. So uh, let's let's get away from this foot talk. We're going to uh, branch into our funny clip of the week. Uh, we post this up on our Facebook so you can see it, and uh, we hope you head on over there to check it out. This time around, we got something that's kind of like Red Dead Redemption related. We got some horse drifting. Oh, yeah. I mean, Red Dead has some horses in it. This is a competition, it seems to be, though, man. It seems to be like... I didn't know about this. Did you know about horse drifting as like a competition? I had no idea. It's literally this guy comes in full blast on the horse and has it rear up on its back legs and just skid. It skids what? Like probably a good like 15 yards maybe something like that? Dude, uh, I never thought I would see a horse that looked like it was doing a wheelie. <laughs> but this horse looks like it's doing a wheelie for a good, like, 20 to 30 feet. Yeah, it's crazy. Because, it, like you said, it looks like a competition. They have, like, lines drawn up where you're supposed to, like, start your drift, essentially. 
Now, anybody out there in the livestock uh, lifestyle, if, if we, you know, this is like a normal thing, let us know. Like, hit us up. Let us know if this is like a thing that like happens to us. We we don't know. If we you've like been we're not a drifting horses for years. We want you on the show. You're gonna be our next yes. interview. Hell yes. We definitely want you on the show. Please fucking send us an email, AmericanSlackerPodcast at gmail.com. That would be fantastic. So we'll be posting. That would be awesome. We'll be posting up this uh, horse drifting video on our Facebook page. So be sure to check it out. Probably towards the end of the week. We usually like to post it on Friday. And as Jesse was saying, we're about to get into some video games. We got Xbox gaming coming up. But before we do that, we got a word from our buddies over at the Podworm Spacecast. Bunch of good dudes. Definitely check out this show. The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. Enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworm Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is an emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get over my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Weaky, 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 weaky. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was more like, weaky, 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 weaky. And then the, and then he had to wait for the light. You can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. Game And we are back, and it is time to fucking talk about Xbox gaming, which we've been, the, we've been doing a lot of. Yeah, it's, it's specifically this one title that has come out recently, uh, if you haven't heard, Red Dead Redemption 2. And where have you been, if you haven't? Because this game is insane. I think it uh, broke quite a few records on sales, man. Everybody's talking about it. Every crowd. It doesn't matter what kind of game you play, you're like, oh, let me check that Red Dead out. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, too. It was uh, You posted an infographic to the American Slackers group a little while back, just showing like the compar- comparison between the first game and this second game, how long it took to make, the amount of hours that were put into this. Uh, just like all these details that you know show the love that Rockstar put into this game. Uh, yeah, that's man. been so, so long coming. Yeah, and just to, to touch back on it, they racked up $750 million in sales in three days. Which is unheard of for video games, man. That's that's, that's insane. That's movie money. Yeah, movie seriously. Money. And it, <laughs> this, I have to say, this game feels like a movie at times. It does, man. The the cutscenes are beautiful, but they, you know, they don't overdo it. I mean, maybe it's because you know, like I really enjoy them and the storyline, but they they really don't overdo it, you know. No, um, it's it's not too bad, and like the way that it flows, kind of into the story and then back like to the game pretty fluidly is nice. Yeah, yeah, and the detail. The detail. I just, I won't shut up about it. I know you're probably tired of hearing me say it, but I just, Absolutely I'm amazed. not. Around every corner. I'm amazed. There's like, even down to the animal interactions of like deer getting their horns locked together when they're like in, <sighs> rut, like in a rut or whatever it's called. When yeah. breeding. 
Yeah, and, the, and you know, like, the difference in our play is, like, one of the best things, too. Like, I haven't seen that. You saw that. You know, and I see things that you haven't seen. And, like, we've been putting in some time to the game. So that's yes, pretty cool to say that, like, you know, over, you know, at least 10 hours of play probably on each hand. Oh, definitely. That we, we've... We've played a completely different game. And they've gone, yeah, in totally separate directions. So it's cool how, like, that, your choices can actually affect your gameplay in that way. And uh, along with, like, all of the antics we've been up to, in our pre-show to this episode, (laughs) we actually played on our Facebook live stream a little uh, montage that I cut together of our, our recorded events. Uh, from you know me getting attacked by a bear, Matt getting attacked by an alligator, <laughs> flying off the horse, people getting kicked in the head, crazy shit. Yeah. So we're gonna be posting that up on our YouTube channel. If you're not already following us there, please go follow, like, subscribe, all that shit, so you can see all the funny stuff that we're gonna be editing and doing more on there. Yeah, and the live shows will be there soon, so you you can check them out nice and easy right at the YouTube American Soccer Podcast. Now speaking of Red Dead, if you are playing, we have uh, a little. F- tip that we like to call uh, fresh and dirty slacker tips oh uh, yeah to help yeah. you out with the game hell yeah and uh we got a tip for you know the full-on hey i'm not i don't give a fuck about a law kind of guy you know like me that's how i'm playing it it's definitely more I'm, your style <laughs> i'm playing where i kill everybody that just aggravates me at all i'm just <laughs> help you why when i can kill you and take your stuff and you know, I, it's like, I only do that kind of thing when it truly benefits me in the most possible way. Like, if I have to run from the law after that, I'm, I'm probably not going to do it. I'll find a different way to make my money. Yeah, I'd ride around with the mask on at all times. <laughs> Getting the townsfolk all mad at you. And then the second part, Jesse's going to have a tip for you. You know, if, hey, you're following the law and you're just a, you're a good guy. You just want to see how it plays out, but you want to get ahead. Yeah, Without, some, you know, been in the a, law. A, a little uh, tip to get you further down down the road in the game there. Yeah. Now, what I'm going to start you out with is it's uh, technically a glitch. It's real easy, and I'm going to be posting this video up um, probably on Facebook. I'll post the link for this so you can check it out there. It's quite detailed, but to give you the quick steps, all you have to do, there's a gold bar that you find at Limpany, and uh, you, basically you, you just go there, find it, find the area that you're going to find the gold bar, um, turn off the autosave, so that you can manipulate this and uh, you go into the sheriff and you open like the uh, lockbox where it is where the gold is like in Limpany mm-hmm. and uh, save the game and then you pick up the gold and once the gold icon shows up in the right hand like the pot you know like the, whenever you pick up something in your inventory it shows yeah. up right in the right hand there it's if you don't look for it you won't notice it so keep an eye on that as soon as it does that pause it save the game you must overwrite that save that you saved Right, there. right okay. before opening it. Yeah, and then go back to the load menu and load that save. And then uh, once you load, it's gonna load you. You know, not right where you were at like a checkpoint type deal. They have these like random like when you load it, little points. Yeah. Go right back to the uh, sheriff again in Limpany, and uh, the gold will be there. Meanwhile, you'll have the gold in your inventory already, oh. so you can keep manipulating this over and over again. Unlimited money, because those gold bars I think are three hundred bucks at the fence. Oh wow. That's so it's can, decent. Yeah, and just get like they might of them. they might even give you more if you dump them into the uh, the camp. True. The camp yeah, inventory yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. If you want to donate to the camp a lot, that'll get your funds up real quick. And then you'll be able to upgrade, fast travel, do all that kind of shit. Yeah. And again, I'll be posting a uh, video on the Facebook. It's coming off of, uh, the YouTube channel from Raz R A Z. Quick shout out to that guy because uh, nice. It's a nice detailed video. It tells you exactly what to do. 
I love when people put out good videos for uh, those kinds of glitches. Oh, now, if, if you want to get ahead in a non-glitchy kind of way, maybe you're just having trouble. Uh, it's You know, it's a big map. It's the biggest map that Rockstar's ever created. So yeah. <laughs> getting around on I horseback takes a while. I get tired of it, man. Yeah, it, running down the road, you know, just like a a a a tapping it to do like the spurs in the side of a horse. It yep. it, it it can be a pain, and a lot of times I'll try and jump on a train for free. I'll, I'll hitch my ride that way. But um, if you're you know needing to get there on your horse, it's like a long trek, and there's no trains going that way. Then your best bet is to do this little trick that we found on a GameSpot.com article where they talked about going into cinematic mode with your horse. Now, cinematic mode is awesome. Um, in the little YouTube clip that uh, we created for our Red Dead play, I actually started out with a cinematic mode clip because it's, yeah. it's really cool. It actually is like camera sort of spinning around from a wide angle and like giving yeah. you these beautiful views of whatever the scenery is. And real quick, I just want to say I had no clue about cinematic mode. And you had told me about it, and then I started using it, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I did figure this out on my own. Like, I, I was, like, playing with it, and I was like, oh, my God. And it works on missions, but only if you're the one that takes the lead. If somebody's going to show you the area, you cannot do this trick. That's the okay. unfortunate thing. Yeah, and the trick but, that um, Matt's referring to is holding A while you're on horseback. You'll mm. follow someone who's leading you, or if you're riding on your own, you can actually set a waypoint, get up to the speed that you want, Hold A so that you keep that speed on your horse, and then you're going to hold the select button. You'll see in the bottom right-hand corner a little uh, circle filling in that says cinematic camera. Once you're in that cinematic mode, it'll go into those beautiful little camera shots and keep your horse moving oh, at the same speed cool. along your like GPS-style path. Yep. Yeah, just make sure you mark that, that spot that you want to go to, and boom. It's it's so nice, man. I've walked away, made a coffee, come back, and I'm all the way across the map, and it's, like, awesome. Just holding yeah. A while you're If you don't have the, the funds, man, to keep keep traveling, or if you're a wanted man and you cannot use the, the train or the, the stagecoach, then, you know, hey, you got other means. Now, I yeah, will I, say, if you're like Matt and you're sneaking off to steam an espresso, uh, you may <laughs> miss some of the side quests that are popping up mm. along your route. Um, so that is something to be aware of. If you're in this cinematic mode, you'll just fucking mm. breeze right by them. And it could even be a robbery, too, uh, which sometimes is like the little events. I've been stopped numerous times of people trying to rob me. And if you just ride off, they'll just like they'll shoot at you for a little bit, but you'll probably make it out of there. Yeah, but I've got to say that I have come back sometimes and my horse is like needed to be revived, like from smoking like a carriage or something. Oh, so be careful with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it should it, keep sometimes an eye it's out. not, it doesn't keep an eye out for the people that are coming against you. That's oh, the problem. That's true. So it's, it's not you, a complete you, autopilot. Yeah. So just be careful. It is risky, but if uh, you're tired of driving and you want to keep going. You know, it's a nice trick. It sort of reminds me of the uh, taxis in GTA where you could, you know, phone up a taxi, hop in the back, and just, like, tell them to, you know, get you to your destination while you, like, look out the window and shit. Yep, yep. Yeah, you can pay uh, a little more fast travel. Exactly. So those are your uh, fresh and dirty slacker tips for Red Dead Redemption 2. Hopefully that'll get you ahead, either glitching some gold bars or just, you know, saving a little bit of time on on the dusty old trail there. Oh, yeah. Now, moving along, we got some uh, Xbox-related news we're going to talk about. The first thing we were going to talk about is this wicked cool console. Kind of random, I'm going to say, but I like I like the color pattern. 
It's a Fallout 76 partnership with the Philadelphia 76ers. And it's a pretty cool console matching with a controller. It's got a radiated vault boy, and it's nice Ooh. and like neon green. And it also has little elements of the 76ers, like the, the 76ers logo right on top. But mainly I'd say it's Fallout themed, because most of it's like neon yeah. green. There's, uh, it's kind of weird, the 76ers logo. It looks kind of out of place. Yeah, and this is all coming as a partnership between um, you know Xbox and Fallout 76 with uh, taking over a home game between the 76ers and the Detroit Pistons that's occurring oh. November 3rd. So by the time you hear this, it'll actually be Yeah, that over. was the past Saturday. But the thing is, you can keep an eye on their social media, the you know Xbox, so Fallout 76, and the Detroit Pistons. And 76ers, and they will all be given away this, I guess. So oh, there's wow. quite a few outlets that you can actually win these consoles. I don't know if you'll be able to purchase them, but there's a shit ton of giveaways that are planned. So keep an eye on those. Huh. You might have a chance. You have to be a certain fucking fan to like both Fallout and the Philadelphia 76 That's what I was like- to say. I think it's just a promotional item. I, don't, I really don't think it would be worth it to produce this like... In, in a huge bundle. And it no. probably, realistically, let's be honest, the shell is probably the same shell they use for, you know, the Assassin's Creed or the Gears of War, and they just cover it with the vinyl or paint. Yep. You know? And same sh- idea. Yeah, I bet you. Um, there's Either nothing way, special cool. about the design. Yeah, it'd but cool. still, it's pretty cool, if, especially if you're a 76ers fan. Hey, if that's your fucking team. There, there's like a couple of people out there who would be like super hyped to get that. <laughs> a couple of people oh, so in Philly who. <laughs> We're big Fallout yeah. fans. Hopefully, you know, they're the ones that get it. And it's not like a random person just like, right. I'm trying to snag a free Xbox, but <laughs> who knows, man. Keep your eye out. Check and stock all their social media. And maybe you could be the proud owner of this. There you go. Well, uh, if we have any fans of Fallout, might, they may have played the betas that have recently been going on. Uh, as we mentioned mm. in the beginning of the show, we... Uh, put out some free beta codes for Sunday uh, for people to play on our live stream so you know always stop by the Facebook when we're doing those live shows to check out what we're giving away because we always got something new for you but uh, PC players who have been playing the beta suffered from a very bad game breaking bug uh, over the past couple of days when they went to play they would hit a button in the game to like start the game and it would just delete the entire game from <laughs> what from their PC so they'd have to re-download that like 60 gigs or whatever it is yeah like how horrible is that after your download is done like you've been waiting this whole time and you go to play and it just deletes the game and you need to re-download oh it that's one of the worst elements of gaming today no matter if you buy the disc or digital the Corrupt download data is corruption, man. And yeah, if that corrupts and you have to re-download that shit, you're like, I wanted to play now, not tomorrow. What yeah. the fuck? You're on a time. You're on an expectation with your timetables here. I can't play tomorrow. I need it now. What the fuck? Bethesda tweeted out, uh, "PC Fallout 76 beta players, we are aware of the issue uh, with the client, and we are investigating. Do not click any buttons on the client for the time being. <laughs> so just let it download, and we'll let you know when shit's good." They said, "If you see a progress bar, please allow the download to complete." Thank you for your continued patience while we work to resolve this. And this was uh, on this Forbes article. It's funny that Fallout's being written about in Forbes. Um, this article was from 
October 31st, just to give you an idea. So that would have been the past uh, betas over this past weekend and the weekend and the few days before during that week on like Tuesday and, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm sure a lot of people were looking forward to playing this beta and just ended up getting screwed over because of something in the code that just nuked, for lack of a better term, nuked their game. <laughs> yeah, man. I would just be so pissed. Like with with the fucking time, I would I'd be so yeah, man. It's a waste. Of, it's a waste of your day when you're sitting there waiting for it to play. Downloads done. Then you have to download it a second time, but like you can't even touch it until Bethesda puts out some patch for it. It's hey, I guess that's that's the life of a beta for you. It's like yeah. <laughs> they're they're gonna break on you. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. I think it was like the break it early is what they or yeah, something. Break testing, it early testing uh, something. something. <laughs> Yeah, they they like put it out. I was like, oh man, yeah. true, true. Hey, you know you you can't be too greedy. You got to be thankful they give you a pre look at this, you know. Right. And they're it's also going to take care of a lot of bugs before we get the real game, and Seriously. you know we don't have to deal with that bullshit. And we've actually gotten a chance to play the beta. Um, we also did. If you want to hear a little bit more about Fallout seventy six, we're going to touch on it a little bit now. But um, we did a roundtable with the uh, Lost Signals, Scott and Steve. Uh, from yeah. that podcast and uh, kind of really dove into Fallout 76. Yeah, so yeah. Be sure to we, check that episode out. Those guys brought a lot of great ideas. It was it was awesome. And definitely check it out. Good time. Fallout fan. Yeah. Definitely. So what what is your uh, overall reaction so far of the beta? I enjoy it, man. The one thing I would say that I, I'm hopeful for, you know, to be added is maybe a variety of NPCs down the road. You know, I'm not expecting a delivery. You know, I'm not expecting too much craziness. Although, maybe they're holding back on us what's in the world. But, Possibly. Uh, you know, I'm hoping there's going to be a little That would be variety. a nice trick on their part if that's what they're pulling off. Because it seemed like it was a lot of escort missions. I was saying this when we were playing it the one day. It seemed like a lot of escorting robots, you know, yeah, and, and, and whatnot. All of the uh, quests were coming from like hollow tapes or like notes that you find rather than like going to a super mutant who has like yeah. a, you know, something that they need you to do, which I, I don't know why that's not, you know, that well, seems maybe easier. they're holding back. You know, maybe we will, you know, incur the ghoul and super mutant quests. You yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't put it past them. They're always delivering a product with the Fallout series that. I could stand behind. So, I yeah. mean, you know, I I don't want to be too critical in a beta stage. And, and I will say from the, what we've played together where we're actually in the world, in the wastes, fucking beating super mutants and other creatures uh, and exploring, I, I've, I've enjoyed it so far. I've enjoyed it. There's a lot. Of, it feels a lot like Fallout. That's yeah. the thing they pulled off. It's not like the difference with ESO versus Skyrim, as we talked about, like, in that crossover episode. Like, it's it's quite similar, man. I was I right away. I was like, this feels like I'm playing Fallout Three, you know, right. or Fallout Four. Like it just it had the same feel, and I was really happy about that part. Yeah, me too. It's it's yeah. right along those same lines, uh, and I can't wait to you know keep playing it as as it goes along. Yeah, yeah, I'm really really enjoying it. The beta process as it goes, and I can't wait for the full release. Definitely. Hell yeah. Now uh, moving along to another. Uh, Microsoft related products we wanted to talk about. It's not exactly Xbox related, but it's gonna it's Xbox and Microsoft PC gaming. And now Microsoft has recently released Project XCloud 
is going to be a, a future product that you can subscribe to. And what they're building is a network so that on your smartphone, on your, you know, tablet, whatever, you can just play, you know, Xbox games and down the road PC games. And it's all going to be played off the servers that they establish. So they're going to have, you know, a mass warehouse with, you know, monster hard drives that are replicating Xboxes and PCs so that you can play an actual game on those and shoot it to your phone. Wow. And, it, you know, you would expect like, oh, is the latency going to be an issue with mm-hmm. controls? Or are you going to feel it? But it's it's really, from what I saw in the demos, it's instant. It looks wow. amazing, man. So are we talking like you can play Skyrim on your phone? Yeah. Forza 4 like was one of the demos like the Forza that me and you play yeah <laughs> yeah it was I was watching a lady play it the coolest thing is like oh I don't want to fucking play like what controls on my tablet or my smartphone no right. what you do is you buy like a nice little bluetooth controller that hooks up to your phone and they have like a huh. little rack that mounts your phone or tablet so that you have like the most modern fucking game gear slash game boy thing ever like what I would just, yeah if, if I, I would totally be in line for it if I could use like you know my Xbox controller and mount it to the phone to the top or something. You might be able to. Some and Xbox controllers are Bluetooth. You know, being able right? to like move around and just have it right there uh, with the and controller underneath that would be really cool. Yeah, I know for a fact that I got mine from the PC section, and uh, so it is Bluetooth and regular Xbox. So like, nice. yeah, you would just need a mount, and I'm sure there's companies that are going to start to utilize that too. That nice little plastic mount that'll clip onto your Xbox controller and hold anything from an iPhone to a fucking iPad, you know? That's what we should make. Copyright pending listeners, don't you dare steal that Don't you dare fucking steal that (laughs) idea. But yeah, I'm really excited to see this. Uh, You know, there hasn't been too much talk until whether, like, there's gonna be a subscription price, or if you pay per game, or how it's gonna really work. Hmm. But, man, all I've gotta say is it's impressive. You're gonna be able to achieve amazing graphics um most phones are way better than your tv is in your house unless you're one of those people that are like constantly staying ahead buying you know the two thousand dollar tv the three thousand dollar tv like phones are pretty like advanced with their graphics i know my phone's 4k yeah so i mean now you're gonna achieve that xbox xbox one x you know perfect playability without having to upgrade your xbox your fucking tv just the graphics being on something that small like yeah, it'd be it'd be kind of mind blowing. Yeah, it's gonna be crystal, man. <laughs> so I'm really excited to see this. Um, and Future when it's getting game. ready to launch and stuff, man. We'll we'll be keeping up with this with any details that come out. Let the people know what's going on. Speaking of uh, things coming out, one of our favorite series, Battlefield, is coming out with a new game called Battlefield Five later at the end of uh, this month. And this is uh, sort. It feels like a continuation from their last uh, title in the series because it takes place in World War Two. So they're just kind of, you know, doing the logical progression. And uh, Battlefield is known for its great storytelling, its uh, long, uh, like, or I'm sorry, large uh, maps for multiplayer, along with Mm. uh, being able to have dogfights. I miss the helicopters a lot uh, going into, you know, the World War I, World War II era. But I enjoyed the last their last title, so I'm looking forward to Battlefield Five. And there's a chance for people to get early access to this. The mm. easiest way to do that is if you are a member of EA Access, which Matt and I were for a while. I don't know if you still are. Nah, it's it's pretty expensive, man. And the, you know they have a bunch of games, but once you play through the ones that you want to, yeah. You know, yeah. And and uh, 
it's just like Game Pass where you're paying a monthly subscription. It gives you uh, access to the essentially the EA Vault, all the all the games that they have in there for you to download and play. And if you have this EA Pass, it will give you access to Battlefield 5's early access in on November 9th. And that will come with 10 hours of trial uh, starting that day, which includes mm. all the multiplayer maps and the single-player oh, wow. uh, playthrough as well. Oh, wow. So essentially the full core game. Yep. You get everything. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's a good amount of time, too. Wow. There's there's another way, and that's starting on the 9th, so that's the earliest that you can get in, is if you have the EA Access. If you pre-order Battlefield Five Deluxe Edition, you can play on November 15th. Oh, they give it early. Okay. It'll be so uh, six days after uh, the EA Access window for it. Um, yeah. It'll include everything uh, with Battlefield Five at launch, plus the deluxe deluxe edition extras, which are paratrooper outfits, uh, special assignments and starter assignments, twenty weekly airlifts, uh, Firestorm Ranger set. So it's like a bunch of in-game content. Yeah, little packs just get you ahead that much quicker. And I mean, I feel like that's the only crowd you're really reaching out for is like those diehards of Battlefield. Yeah, want to get ahead, so they're like, I want to fucking yeah, I want it five days early, whatever, <laughs> right? I'll pay whatever. So you know, they buy the upgraded version ahead of time. Yeah, the deluxe edition. It's probably like you know twenty, thirty bucks more than the normal sixty dollar game. And yeah. uh, actually, for the normal game, you you don't get early access at all. You you get if you pre order it, you'll get in game customization options. Uh, one of eight paratrooper outfits, the Firestorm Rangers set, instant access to battlefield to five battlefield one weapons. So, it's uh, mm. it, you don't even actually get anything extra. Like you get you get some in game shit for ordering it ahead of time, but you don't get to play any earlier. It's still just going to be November twentieth for you. So really, the only yeah. ways to get in are to have EA access or get that uh, that <laughs> expensive mm. deluxe edition one. Yeah. I can't do it, man. I, I rarely, you know, if it's a game like maybe like Red Dead or something like I would, you know, I would opt it. Maybe right. Fallout, you know, with those cool ass perks that they gave well, you. That, even if it was just the regular edition, giving it to you like five days ahead of time or something would have been nice. But yeah, it's, they, they did. They went about it in an interesting way. If uh, if you're an EA yeah. Access member anyway, then there you go. That's probably your best bet mm-hmm. for getting getting into Battlefield uh, Five. Yeah. Now, we actually, uh, we normally cover Xbox quests that are going on. We're just going to touch on it really quickly. There's, uh, it's, they haven't changed it this next month for November yet. Um, it still just says play Trove for 30 minutes, play Live Lock for 30 minutes, and play Cross Out for 30 minutes. So, I guess they're continuing it into November. Um, if they do update it, maybe we can, like, let people know on the Facebook is probably our best bet. But it seems like they're backing off on the quests now. It's not something they're doing as much. Yeah. But we do have some games with gold that we want to talk about. These are the games that they give away on Xbox when you have a gold membership. Each month they're giving away like four or, well, two Xbox One games and two Xbox 360 uh, crossover games. Nice. Okay. And now, man, just talking about Battlefield 5, they're giving away Battlefield 1. There you go. Man, Xbox One, it's a nice uh, new recent one. It's fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and that's all of November you can get this, so no hurry. As long as you get it before the end of November, you're going to fucking be able to rock Battlefield 1 
and uh, play the lovely online open world that it is. It's probably one of the better games they've given away in a long time. I was going to say, yeah, I was I was shocked when I saw this on the list. Next, they're giving away a classic uh, Assassin's Creed for the Xbox 360, and that's going to be from the 1st to the 15th of November. And they're always fun, man. I've got to say. Especially the first one. If you've never played it, here's a chance to, you know, see where the series started. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, man. The next one they're giving away, I have no experience with Race the Sun. It looks like a trippy game. Yeah, I haven't played it myself, but it looks like some sort of uh, speed... Well, not speed run, but like like a Flappy Bird type of thing where it's like, keep going and don't crash into shit. Yeah. Yeah, not like I don't not know. even like racing, just like set your personal best type of thing, or maybe there's separate levels for it. Yeah, it was originally a PC game. Now it's ported over to the uh, the console world. You know, as of uh, 2017. So it's cool, cool visual cool. effects at least. Again, man, you can't sleep on a free game. Right. Why not? Get the achievements, have a little fun. You never know. You might love the game. Like super hot. That was a lot of fun. That was a really weird one. Yeah, you, you were like, you got to check it out. You got to check it out. And I was like, oh, shit, this is really fun. <laughs> um, last but not least, we have Dante's Inferno, which is another port over from the mm. Xbox 360. That's available from the 16th of November to the uh, 30th of November. So this is the uh, telling of, I guess, a crusader uh, named Dante who goes into hell and is like slaying all these beasts. It looks like uh, Devil May Cry almost. And I have to say, the yeah. cutscenes in between that I saw from like the little bit of gameplay I watched were pretty fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know, man. Fucking, you you seem pretty in, enticed by it, so I'll, I'll have to check it out. You yeah. said it was like a game that looks like it's held up from 360 to the Xbox One. So yeah, I mean, graphics wise, probably not, but maybe gameplay wise. Yeah, yeah. Always worth checking out again for free. So to run those back again, we got Battlefield 1, all of November, Assassin's Creed from the 1st to the 15th of November, Race the Sun from 11, uh, I'm sorry, Race the Sun from the 16th of November to the 15th of December, and Dante's Inferno from the 16th to the 30th. Nice. Awesome. And real quick, before we step out of video games, we got uh, all the upcoming Xbox releases that we're looking forward to. I want to give you a quick touch on, um, Jesse, what's the first one you're looking forward to that's coming out between now and December? Well, I mean, I, ha- I haven't played it in a while, but every time I see it, see it again, I, I get enticed. And fucking uh, Ark has a new DLC coming out uh, November 6th. That's the uh, caveman, dinosaur, get killed by everyone game <laughs> that we oh, used yeah. to play. It's a wild sandbox game that uh, you could sleep on easily. I couldn't believe when I was like, wait, I've never heard of this game. And I was like playing it. I was like, this is insane. It's yeah, it's really crazy. I mean, if you want to make progress in the game, you really got to play off like the public servers and just have your own like personal little thing going on. Yeah. It's cool. I like that. They've still been putting stuff out for it. And then there's also Hitman 2, which comes out on November 9th, which I really hope they don't do the same way they did the last Hitman, where it's like they put Mm -hmm. it out in parts and you have to buy each part. Because I was a big pain in the ass. I had to wait till I got Game Pass to get the full game for Hitman. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. And of course, we talked about Fallout 76. Um, November 14th is a slated release for that, so get ready for that. And Battlefield as well will be de- releasing November 15th. Yeah, there's some other like stragglers in there, like uh, Just Cause, Ace Combat. If you're a uh, dogfighter, Resident Evil 2. Just Cause, man. I'm a fan of Just Cause. So Just Cause 4. 
That's, that could be a pretty fun game. There you go. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. I doubt that's for Xbox, though. Actually, it's no. under the Xbox One games. So oh, Did they really get ported That over? will be Ooh. fucking fantastic. We might have to do a, a special on that. Oh, my God. Because, yeah, I was a big fan Ooh. of the first Kingdom Hearts. I never played the second one. I never beat the first one either, though, because I was kind of like a, yeah. a kid when I was playing that and didn't understand the mechanics wow. well enough. <laughs> Yeah, that, oh, well, Kingdom Hearts is way out January 29th slated, so that oh. could get altered. We don't know. We don't yeah, know. true. Okay, I was looking yeah. way down the list. He's cutting ahead. He's trying to do next month's material. God damn <laughs> My bad. Uh, well, yeah, look forward to these games, and uh, it's pretty good. pretty good month for gaming. That's yeah, cool November's, games November's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to live up to the sleepers, you know, like Red Dead just came out. I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to outdo that, but... <laughs> now, uh, so that's all we got for you for video games. We're going to get into some music suggestions to one uh, new little ear holes there. And before, Ooh, but before we great. do that, <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it is. Believe me. And before we get into our music suggestions, we want to play you a little something from Small Town Mentality. Hey, this is AJ, and this is Ben with Small Town Mentality Podcast. You can check us out on all social media platforms at Small Town Mentality Podcast. So get on there, click like, and follow us. And help us out by subscribing to Small Town Mentality Podcast on the places you get your podcasts. Podcasts? What, you don't have a place to check out podcasts? Well, try TuneIn or Stitcher. We're also on iTunes and Google Play. Come check us out. We're funny. Yeah, yeah a little bit. I'm funny. We're going to leave this in. All right. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. And we are back to give you a couple of uh, tasty little music suggestions, a few little samples to put in those earbuds of yours. That's my fucking wild stallions over here. Riff over here, vocal, guitar, distorted. There you go. Use those pedals. So Matt's going to kick it off for us. Who do you got for us this time around? Well, this time I'm bringing a band that I've been listening to for about a decade, and I always. The discovery of this band to a good friend of ours, Josh. Joshua. And, uh, yeah, this band is, um, they're an indie rock band, technically, but there's, like, elements of disco, electronica. Ooh. There's a, a lot of fun. And, and dancey. You know, it's, you can dance to this shit. Nice. Uh, the band I'm talking about is called Black Kids. They were formed in Jacksonville, Florida, in 2006, and, uh, it consists of siblings. Uh, on lead singer and guitarist, Reggie Youngblood. And keyboardist and backup singer Ali Youngblood, along with Don Watley, who is uh, along with you know she does backing vocals and keyboards as well. Okay. Two keyboardists in the band. It's kind of crazy. That's cool. Um, it's, it's neat. Bassist Owen Williams and drummer Kevin Snow. They uh, they came out with a uh, debut album, Wizard of Oz, in <laughs> Oz, not like Oz like O Z, but like A H. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, and now I get Wizard of. <laughs> Like a moment of realization. And they really blew up in, like, the blog scene. Like, they grew huge. Like, in the beginning of time when, like... (laughs) The beginning of time. (laughs) All the way back. Way back. (laughs) There was a place, you wouldn't believe it, called MySpace. Oh, God. No, but, like... Yeah, during that age, you know, 
2007, 2006, there was like blog action going on. Vlogs were starting, like, and it, this band blew up. It was huge on the internet, and they started touring after this. And they, uh, with the the release of like, they wanted to release a new album after all the uh, the critical response they received. Mm-hmm. And they came out with Party Traumatic, which I'm gonna feature songs off of this. Okay, they've produced stuff since this. Um, they took like quite a big break. And came back in 2017. Their oh, wow. new stuff's a lot different. Um, I really, really enjoy the old stuff. Like, you can check out their new stuff, but it's it's drastically different. Okay. So, starting off, the uh, first song that I am going to do is called I'm Not Going to Teach Your Boyfriend How to Dance With You. I didn't mean to rhyme that. That was kind of weird. <laughs> Looking back on that. It worked out. <laughs> now, according to the lead singer, Reggie Youngblood, this track was inspired by Jacksonville's dance party scene. And he realized that he would always, at the end of the night, end up with a girl who couldn't dance. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and, yeah, there's a, basically there's a line in the song that's, uh, you are the girl that I've been dreaming of ever since I was a little girl. And it's based on an inside joke between Reggie and his uh, sister, Allie Youngblood. Okay. So, it's a, really, it's a really fun song. It's really, really poppy. And uh, I love the electronica element of the song. Like, the synth is crazy crazy fun i was always into the synth in the background of like a fun song very 80s yeah so i'm not gonna teach your boyfriend how to dance with you by the black kids So I really enjoyed that song. It has just a lot of melody to it. It's uh, it's kind of like you can consider it like called like brat pop. I don't know if I'm just like making this up. It's, it's like brat pop. I, I like could think of see it. that. It's definitely very yeah. poppy. It's it's yeah. catchy too. I think I feel I feel like I read that on the like on the internet, okay. the webs, and I'm ripping that from somebody. Okay, that could be like a legit like actual genre. Like let us know if I'm like just being a dick there. I and think Cardi B is rap pop. Brat pop. Oh, brat. oh, I thought you said rap. Like bratty pop. pop. Brat bratty pop. pop. Okay. Yeah, because it's just like me, me, me. You know, oh. complaining and so, like you know, like I don't know. So not Cardi B. That's <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that came to mind. Yeah, but moving along, I, just, I really enjoyed the song. You know, I I listen to it every now and again, and I just I still I feel the same way about it every time. I really enjoy it, the melody and it's stuff you could like you can almost dance to. You know, yeah, it's very like happy upbeat kind of music. Yeah. The next song I'm going to cover, it's really about, you know, not jumping to conclusion. It's about, you know, everything in the world is crazy and things can appear a certain way, but they might not be as they appear, you know? And uh, that's what I take from this song anyway. It's called Love Me Already. It's another song that's just really great melody and uh, 
just the lyrics are fun, you know? I just I really enjoyed the song. Nice. So that was Love Me Already by the Black Kids. And, you know, it's a real theatric song. Real, uh, bratty pop. Told the story. <laughs> Told the story. And you know how I go on and on and on about how I really enjoy a song that tells a story. So, you know, I, just all around this band is really, really fun. Their new stuff's pretty fun. It's a little more, like, mature, you could say. It's like, slows down. It's not, like, as much about, like, you know, Team Heartbreak or whatever maybe these songs. And, you know, I, I gotta say, I really enjoy this band. They're very, very unique as far as, like, anything else you see out there these days. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, side note, I mean... Don't be one of those people that just, like, oh, I don't listen to the same shit I listened to ten years ago. It's like, why not? Why not? Music is beautiful. It's pieces of art and time. You don't look at a painting and go, like, oh, that shit's old as fuck. There's way brighter and more crisp <laughs> things today. Like, it's just, like, it's art preserved in time. It's a good in a point. Sound form, you That's know? a really good point. Yeah, so, like, I hate that. I always hated that, like... I love new music, but I still love the same shit I listened to in high school. I don't. I didn't sell out on that shit. Appreciation like, I liked it for, for a reason. Stuff, yeah. 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 It meant something to me at a certain point in my life. Like, so, you know, Black Kids. You can check them out. They're on everything. Spotify is where I get all my music. Um, you can check out their newest release, which is uh, Rookie. Came out in 2017 after a long, long absence. They uh, they really burnt themselves out touring, from what I've seen and the behind the scenes stories. Everything I Played For You came off the 2008 release, which was Party Traumatic. And it's, honestly, it's full of fucking killer songs. I could go on and on. I could play an hour long of the songs that these guys came up with, like, on this show. Because I love every one of them. It was really hard for me to choose an actual, like, two-piece from this. But uh, check them out, Blackheads. They're not touring currently, but you can still get their music online, and it's fucking awesome. Nice. So now I'm. Uh, it's up for my or time for my suggestion. Here we uh, we're going with a band called Mischief Brew, and these are this is a band out of Philadelphia. Um, they were oper- in operation from uh, 2000 to 2016, and they are a folk punk, if you can, really somewhere in that i in that range. Um, okay, anarcho anarcho punk. Something along those lines. A lot of um, okay. their lyrics are about, you know, um, revolution and shit like that, which oh, is pretty shit. cool. 
uh, but they have like kind of a funk or, or, or no, a folk or like a maybe sort of piratey sound in some sort of uh, in some of their songs. The band was started by uh, Eric Peterson, and when he broke from his band in 2000, uh, his previous band was called The Orphans, and he started this band, uh, Mischief Brew, when it was just himself playing uh, either acoustic guitar or mandolin. And then he eventually brought in other members, creating what was now known as Mischief Brew. They're out of Philly, and they have a really, really big following um, in terms of their fans. Like, it's like really, really hardcore fans. They played shows all over the U.S. and in Europe as well. And I'm just surprised that they were never really on my radar until more recently. The past couple of months, they popped up in my Spotify as like a suggested type of thing. And the first song I'm going to be playing for you guys is called Roll Me Through the Gates of Hell. And this is one that I literally, I'll get in my head and I just keep doing the lyrics to myself because it's like it's like a cool little anthem type of song. And it's uh, it's got awesome lyrics to it. I don't know. I just I really okay. enjoy the uh, the level of energy that they bring in it too. So this is uh, "Roll Me Through the Gates of Hell" by Mischief Brew. So that was Roll Me Through the Gates of Hell by Mischief Brew. As you can see, very rowdy uh, kind of sound. Uh, Matt and I were discussing, it's, a, it's like a very bar-sounding band. Hell yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of like uh, Flogging Molly or some sort of like getting rowdy, getting drunk kind of thing. Mm. Uh, it's it's cool lyrics. I like it. I always love that sort of uh, that punkish like throw-it-back-at-authority lyrics along with like the, yeah. the upbeat kind of kind of tempo that they have going on and it, it definitely has a, a i almost want to say piratey kind of sound in a way um it might just be eric yeah. peterson's voice or something but man it re- well I, we were talking while it was playing and I, I felt like it reminded me of uh set your goals yes that's another like band that had a lot of pirate theme to it and it, it's just that really fucking rapid punk that's just it's a lot of fun right a lot of fun you know? so uh eric peterson gets a, got a lot of his um his uh, inspiration for this from like 1960s protest movement songs. Really, and, and he uh, he's quoted as saying the idea that rebellion didn't uh, in music didn't originate in punk rock, but in anti-establishment artists like Woody Guthrie and Crass. So, okay, so his lyrics often pay uh, homage to the uh, working man and um, of early 20th century. There's um, in the next song I'll be playing. That's very apparent as like one of the themes, um, as like you know modern society leaving like the hardworking person behind. 
It, okay. It's it's really interesting. This song is like kind of almost heart wrenching in a way. It's called Old Time Memory, and something that's also worth mentioning. I said that they operated from 2000 to 2016. Um, Eric Peterson passed away in 2016, which is why the band isn't like doing anything anymore. Uh, I I feel personally very sad that I missed out on this like uh, this person who you know was able to create something really really cool and like a sound that I really appreciate. But at the same time, it's awesome that. It's out there forever now. He may have passed away, but yeah. this this music is still like reaching new people, even even after. So yeah, so that's well, it's a really cool thing. Time, man. So I think it's a it's an appropriate song to play uh, next. Would be "Old Time Memory" by Mischief. Kids today can't hold a spade Rest in peace your weary trades In this world there is no place Such a pity Well the barman shakes his head And fills my glass Says we're living in the past Why preserve a dying craft And it's misery We sigh and say another modern man one of property, not land So I'll hold out this battered hand Will you listen? Come sit down, we're lamenting About yesterday's sad ending About the water in me whiskey The brass passed up as gold Another round, we're descending Into old time memory Of a day when wood was wooden Silver, silver, gold was gold Sweet home was... So that was... Old Time Memory by Mischief Brew. And yeah, it's a very emotional song as we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it, it maybe like just in reflection of like knowing the fact that he's passed away and stuff like that too. Yeah. It's, it definitely means a little bit more and maybe you read into the lyrics a little bit more than they were intended. But it's uh, it, it's a great song. It it folk punk like it's kind of like I I'm hung up yeah. on that. I think it's really cool. Just like that that hard the hard lyrics of like the working man that kind of thing mm. along with just like the lighter acoustic. It, it's a really cool yeah. touch. And we were talking, you know, while I was playing, and it, I just, you know, like, we really respect the idea that, like, these guys, like, took acoustic guitars and, you know, whatever they had to, like, make percussion, like, style. Like, it's very simple, that percussion, but it's just... Oh, and they're, something and they're known it's for mesmerizing. actually doing junk percussion, junk and found percussion in, like, some of mm. their live sets, too, where, you know, they That's just so cool. found pieces of machinery or something to, like, use as a cowbell or whatever. That's so cool. So that's really, really cool. It comes down to just the love of the art. And I mean, you can't help but respect that. Right. And so they they were in operation, you know, for 16 years. They created uh, tons of great stuff you can go and listen to. Um, they have one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. They have over over seven albums, a whole bunch of EPs uh, and some seven inch like, uh, like all on Spotify. Yeah. All Spotify. of it's on Spotify. I've been, I've been listening to the, the hell out of them. It's uh, it's so fantastic. Much. Wow, Eric Peterson can't be you know talked about highly enough in terms of uh, his art. It, it's fantastic, yeah. and I'm I'm glad that I was able to sort of stumble my way into this and mm. another another uh, win for Spotify's recommendations, I guess. It goes to show, man. The arts, you know, like well after he's passed, you're, you know, like people like you are just finding it, and it's it's an amazing fucking art. Like I'm really enjoying it as well. I've never heard this before, and I, like I'm just hearing it now, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's amazing. And I mean, I, like to go even further with that point, like that just says, like even with our you, the listener out there, like if you're creating something awesome, don't ever think you're not doing it for a reason because. Someone could find it fucking 20, 30, yeah. 50 years later and be inspired mm. by something that you did. So it's never for nothing. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. So be sure to check out both Mischief Brew and Black Kids. They uh, are going to be available on our Spotify playlist that we like to update oh, yeah. with our, our music suggestions for you. Yeah, hours upon hours of great music on that, so check that out, definitely. And uh, right now, we're going to wrap this shit up, and we thank you so much for tuning in with us. It's uh, It's been a fun time, and uh, hey, before we leave, check out that Facebook page. Search American Slacker Podcast, you'll find us there, and uh, you can also find the American Slackers group with all the slackers just like yourself. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. And also, check out Instagram, where you can find the promos for each and every show, American Slacker Podcast, and also, main hub, AmericanSlackerPodcast.com. We are on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. You can also find all of our videos going up on YouTube, including like the Red Dead Cup that we did, uh, some of our, our pre-shows, some of the interviews that we've been doing with people. So be sure to go check out check that out and please subscribe over there. Rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, five stars or nothing, that's what we like to say. And also, tell a friend, create another slacker. And if you want to get in touch with us, send us an email, americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. And again, search Spotify for American Slacker Podcast. You'll find all the artists we cover on the show, and you'll find the show itself. It's nice and easy. Search American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us on Spotify. You can also help out the show by becoming a official Patreon slacker. Head over to patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast. Some slackers that are getting a shout-out this time around. Dave Gunn, Seth Anders, Kyle Nolan, Bradford over at the Crime Roulette Podcast. By the way, nice episode last the last one you guys put up. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and Aaron W. of the SNIM Podcast. All of you, our hearts go out. Thank you for the support. Hell yeah. Thank you, guys. And again, if you want to support the show, you might get your name on the little ticker that's running live in the show. Or, you know, get the, sh- the shout-outs at the end of the show. We uh, we always like to, you know, give the love back when it's being given to us. Also, you can get some of our merch at our website, aspodcast.com or americansoccerpodcast.bigcartel.com. And if you wanted to get at us on a personal level, you can get at us. You can get at me at MWG Media on Instagram and on Xbox Live at Maddie G from HP. And I am on Instagram and Xbox Live at Landers the Plane. And if you're hitting us up on Xbox, let on Xbox, let us know who you are. Hell yeah, a lot of randos out there. It's a lot of randos. A little weird. But hey, listen to the show. You want to play some fucking Fallout? Hell yeah. All right, people, thank you so much for tuning in. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, that's it. There you go.